Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 214 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And this episode is sponsored by Andrea Tim. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today, we will be discussing the first half of Chapter 6 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Draco's Detour. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to sneak your way through the details. Mm -hmm. Get it? Do you get it? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I'm just checking. So before we begin, we have tremendously huge news. From Megan. I don't even know how to intro this. Like, how do you uh, intro this? They, I, I don't know. They dropped the name for the next Fantastic Beasts movie. Not only did we get also, a title, we got a date. Yes. Yeah. So it was supposed to come out in July, I believe, next year. And it's been pushed up to April 15th. And it is called Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, I get and chills every time. So, like, people are interpreting this title different ways. I think it's the secrets of the Dumbledore family. Obviously, we found out in the last movie um, from Grindelwald that, what is it, Credence was a Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. And I melted in my seat at the movie theater. She did. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, and... So I think that as much as this is about Albus, I think this is a lot about the Dumbledore family as a whole. And I think this is where we might get a time jump. Yeah, probably a little bit. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I just like, I want to talk so hardcore about this, but we should do a Scamander story. Scamander mm-hmm. stories are coming like, back. Like we should just do one like, okay, we got the title. Let's just like talk about what we think it's gonna be. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very into that. I wanna do another trailer talk. I mean, we don't have that yet. Well, but I bet you okay, so the one thing I'll say is I think that we'll get a trailer at San Diego Comic Con in November. Yeah. November. Okay. By the time we were this far out on both of the last movies, we already had a trailer at this point. So 
it surprises me that we haven't gotten like that we didn't get one with the release of the name but i bet you they're just waiting because san diego Mm -hmm. comic-con is pretty near um that's when it's gonna be i think that uh they had to do a lot of filming finagling because of all the crazy situations that were going on Um, not only their own crazy situations but like covid as well like mm -hmm. there was just a whole lot that they had to work around with this, but we'll see. Yeah. See how it goes. Yeah. I, I thought that I wasn't, not that I wasn't on board, but like, wasn't as interested. This drops. And I was like, I, I, I need, I don't even know what I need. I just, I need to see this. And I, I got goosebumps. I'm super excited. I can't wait. I think a lot of people got reinvigorated. Yeah. Yesterday. For sure. <laughs> I think that that was probably exactly what they wanted. Right. You drop a name like that and expect me not to be excited about it. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they will too. Subscribe to our channel at YouTube on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Swish Flick Cast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flick Cast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episode, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish Swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much to our current patrons. We couldn't do this without you. If you'd like to send your Potter stories or any questions or concerns to our email, you can do so at swishflickcast at gmail.com. Very good. Yeah. Give me a a classic. A classic, you say? Oh, hold on. (laughs) I just got to get this going. Okay. (laughs) It's time for the recap. (laughs) I was hoping you would forget and... All of our lovely Discord patrons would be able to get a treat today, but I tried. No, no, no. I tried. No, no, no. I don't like your sneakiness, Catherine. <laughs> uh, got a little Southern in me, right? A little bit. <laughs> All right, recap. So, flirt is a not so hot topic at the borough. The ladies don't seem to be able to stand her. The trio had a moment where the truth of the prophecy comes out. It's pretty cute. Um, and then after a black eye and a visit from some Hogwarts owls, everyone passed their OWLs. Yay! But, dun dun dun, will Harry have to give up his dream of becoming an Orr? Because he only got an E? <laughs> Makes me so mad. Spoiler <laughs> alert. No. I mean, we already know that he's like the head of the department. So I think saving the whole wizarding world kind of gives you some props in that department. Right. He's no slacker. Is that an automatic dumb. automatic job? You know, maybe. Who knows? He's a slacker when it comes to history of magic. Who isn't? Who Except cares Hermione. about history of magic? That's what Ron says. <laughs> Who cares about those anyway? I like history. I mean... History is important, and if you like to learn it, that's great. I also like to learn history, but not from a boring teacher that's literally dead. Yeah. So. Yeah. He might have bored himself to death. Oh, I don't want do to think? get bored to death by him. Death by boredom? Headcanon. I, I think know. that's on the certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah said death by boredom. That's what the certificate says. <laughs> So, some things are happening at the bro. You know, Quidditch is being played, birthdays are being celebrated, kind of. 
News is being heard and their Hogwarts letters are arriving. So they must venture out into the dark, dismal world and buy things for school. Off to Diagon Alley they go. Instead of Aurors, they get Hagrid, which I'd rather have him anyways. Mm. And whilst the group splits up, the Golden Trio unfortunately sees Draco and his mummy getting new robes. Mummy threw me off. I'm not going to lie. I was like, (laughs) who's dressed as a mummy? (laughs) (laughs) It's his mummy. Mum. Oh, my goodness. So Harry has some great days at the burrow, and he spent most of his time playing to a side Quidditch with the Weasleys in the orchard. And it was Harry and Hermione versus Ron and Ginny. And Hermione's abilities are described as dreadful, and Ginny is good. So it was a reasonable match, a.k.a. is Ron not that great? That's such a crappy thing to say. Yeah. It's a question. I'm asking. That makes me sad. I mean, no, that's what I that's got what out Harry of it as well. says, right? Yeah. <laughs> or thinks. Or does Harry just think he's so good? Oh. I'm so good. I've been flying on a brim since that. I was one. <laughs> 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 I do also think that like just saying Jenny was good. Yeah. Girl's great. She gets on a team. She plays professionally. She's great. I mean, but like, not to, I think she is great. But I also think that had Harry chosen that route, he would have also been successful. Correct. In playing on a team. He should probably, he should have done that anyway and then taught. Just saying. I yeah, agree with I you. Agree. Just saying. He's a jack. Would he play a for Scrudge Mary United? <laughs> he would play for Scrudge Mary United. Well, yeah. They would have started their own team, him and Ginny. And they it's just would have been a two-person team, and they would have beat everybody. They Probably. would have won. They would have called it the Albert Severus. Albert. What the heck? Albert? <laughs> <laughs> Albert. <laughs> Why am I here? I don't know. Episode title. Oh, Albert. Good old Albert Severus. <laughs> Isn't Albert um the guy in Batman? His like butler? Alfred. Oh. <laughs> 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 Whose was worse? <laughs> Mine was closer. Albert Alfred. I don't know. <laughs> This is the full week. We're on a time crunch, Tiffany. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for talking. Uh, (laughs) So at dinner time, he's eating triple helpings. Triple means three. Ring that bell. Awkward. Thank you for explaining that, Tiffany, because I didn't know before. You're welcome. Uh, Three helpings of everything that Mrs. Weasley put in front of him. And everything's going great, except for the fact that they continuously heard stories of disappearances, odd accidents, and even deaths almost daily. So that's fun. But everything's fine. <laughs> this is fun. Uh, it's, like it's like that picture of the person or the dog or whatever. The dog. And fires yep. all around them. There's yep. coffee. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes the bad news was brought home to them before it even appeared in the papers by Mr. Weasley or Bill. And on Harry's 16th birthday, there was some grisly news that Lupin brought to the party. And he's looking pretty gaunt and pretty grim, and his hair is graying even more, and his clothes are more ragged than ever. And sometimes I wonder, like, if that's... Not saying that he's unhappy. I think he's unhappy because of what he's doing. 
But I think that part of that, he might be letting himself go a little more because of the job that he's doing. Because I think also, though, like his best friend just died. Right. And then he's fighting with the woman that he loves. Right. So, so I think it like. Homeboy's got issues. It's all compounding. And he's just like fully not caring. It's all coming back to him now. Yes. <laughs> so the news was that there was a couple more Dementor attacks. And that they, they had found Igor Karkaroff's body in a shack up north. <laughs> Let's talk about this shack. Okay. So I looked it up on the lexicon. We can't say where this shack is, <laughs> except the Daily Prophet describes it as up north. And so... But like, north of where? Is it north of Hogwarts? I would assume it's north, north of London. North of London is what I would assume. Okay. I think north of London. It's because, a lot of real estate that's north of uh, London. So yeah. I would assume, though, that it means like Mountainous? northern Scotland. Are there mountains up there? <laughs> yeah. I don't know the geography. Like um, in the highlands, like hidden. I'm sure that it was north Scotland. Sure. And the dark mark was hovering above it. So... Homeboy made it a long time, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we don't know how long he was dead, so we don't know like how long that he was able to escape. But I think it was a solid amount of time for having Voldemort, maybe Voldemort and Death Eaters going after you. Do you think Voldemort uh, wasted his time by going there himself? No. No. Uh, I don't think so either. He was just like, here, somebody take care of this. Yeah. Probably Dalahov. <laughs> Dalahov gets all the dirty work. Yeah. Oh Dalahov sucks. I hate him. <laughs> pretty bad. As Death Eaters go, you know? Yeah, he's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, quote, and they found Igor Karkaroff's body in a shack up north. The dark mark had been set over it. Well, frankly, I'm surprised he stayed alive even... F- for even a year after deserting the Death Eaters. Sirius's brother, Regulus, only managed a few days, as far as I can remember. And there he is, folks. R.A.B. It's a little Easter egg. Can you read what you actually wrote, please? It's a Waster egg. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about how Remus gave them all the answers, and they just didn't want to pay attention long enough. Mm. I mean, there it is. It's all they needed to know. Yeah. But I love that it's, like, right here. Right here for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little egg. Um, there's also news about Florian Fortescue, the ice cream place in Diagon Alley, the owner. So the place looks pretty bad, and he may have been dragged off by Death Eaters. They just wanted some ice cream. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> they didn't have the butterbeer flavor. But, like, honestly, why take Florian Where's my orange blossom? Like, I understand taking Ollivander, but why Fortescue? He may have had a plan. I think he was outspoken about, you know, Harry. I think, didn't didn't the author say that she had, like, a whole side plot that she never used, that, like, he had information that he was going to give to Harry, and then she didn't use it? Oh, I don't know. Find that. Send send that to me, because I don't know about that. Listen, Find that. they needed a caterer at Malfoy Manor. They wanted some ice cream. <laughs> they took the uh, they, they couldn't get Honey Hut, so they were like, you know what, the next best thing. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Sick. 
Oh, goodness. So we find out more about what's going on in Diagon Alley. Apparently, Ollivander is gone. There's no sign of a struggle. And we now know what happened. He is kidnapped by Death Eaters and was placed at Malfoy Manor at some point. So I need you to really think about this because... Wait, can I say something? Oh, sure, yes. So according to the wiki, it says the author had revealed that she originally intended to include in the books a subplot involving the Elder Wand that would explain the circumstances of Florian's disappearance, but that she decided to cut it as she felt it was not really leading anywhere. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Good memory, Hmm. friends. Hmm. Good memory. Hmm. 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 There you go. So, Hmm. Ollivander. He's gone. Never heard of him. Sure. It is July. What a wonderful guy. Good Lord. <laughs> it's July Sarah. 1996. And Ollivander was discovered to be in Malfoy Manor, like officially in Malfoy Manor in the spring, Easter of 1998. And that's how long he was gone. And who knows what the Death Eaters or Voldemort did, you know, the entire time that he was gone. That's crazy. And it makes me really sad. Yeah. It makes yeah. me But these like are dark really times, sad. Tiffany. Dark times. Genuinely, I like say that semi-laughing, but that's because that's me. But like, it also is, uh, it's, it's, it is dark and they do dark things during war times, you know? And yeah. really not war times too. True. True. There's a lot of not, not great people in the world. So... Was Voldemort trying to think of a way now to beat Harry as far as wands go? Because um, well, why take Ollivander? Yeah, I would. I would think that he's working on that already. That's early. Honestly, it's earlier than I knows, um, But he already knows now about, like, the connection because of the end. Right. Of Goblet. Yeah. So, like, and he knows that he cannot possess Harry because of the ending of Order because Harry can fight it. So I would assume after that he now realizes... I need to start working on something. So the plan for his next meeting with Harry Potter in order to kill him starts now. You know? I don't think so. Yeah. And he only needs to take a wand at the beginning of seven, right before the flight of the seven Potters. So this is how long he in his head has planned that. You know, he doesn't need to tell people, or people being Death Eaters, why they're taking Ollivander. He's not going to disclose that to anybody. But he in his head is already making these plans a year in advance. Bananas. Yeah. Quote, but wands, what will people do for wands? They'll make do with other makers, said Lupin, but Ollivander was the best. And if the other side have got him it's no good for us and i apparently i wrote these notes a while ago but i confirmed what what i just said wand makers (laughs) um you know gregorovich 
<laughs> that's the I'm only sure one I know. He's retired. I'm sure that yeah, there's other people now. we just don't hear about because they're not yeah. like maybe they haven't been. I mean, Ollivander has been around since forever. What does I'm it sure say on the probably, outside? Like something three BC, BC or yeah. something, something crazy. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure that there's some people that pop they up. Could but... import wands with some Rogaru hair from America. Yes, Rogaru. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's some people making it out of their basements selling wands. Oh my god, homemade wands, which they'll work, but they just won't be as good. Katie, I have a serious question to ask you. I'm scared. So why, why do you know that it says 382 BC? Is that real? Did I get it right? It's <laughs> <laughs> not her first time. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, how funny would it be if she's right? I was like, holy, <laughs> she's right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, so I guess we walked down diagonally one too you. many times at Universal. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hilarious. Anywho. Useless information. Anywho. So the day after um, all of this, they received their letters from Hogwarts with their book lists. And to Hermione's surprise... Nope. To Harry's surprise, <laughs> he has a new role as Quidditch captain. Yay! Hermione is really pleased about this because now he's of, quote, equal status as the prefix, and he can even use their special bathroom. Not like he hasn't <laughs> anyway. But also, they Old never news. talk about them going to the bathroom. Apparently, I've said this in a past episode, so I'm not convinced that any of them actually use the bathroom. Well, Moving good thing on. he has access to this bathroom the year he starts dating Jenny. <laughs> Upgrading from broom okay. cupboards. Upgrading from <laughs> This is not court. <laughs> you know what? I just saying, You know what? Myrtle I real, always please. wanted a little bit of spice in Harry Potter when I was getting to the sixth, seventh, sixth and seventh book. I'm like, come on, him and Jenny, like just Give me a little. Just a tiny spice. Oh, my god! Go to that prefix bathroom. A little salt and pepper. Doesn't have to be anything. Have a good little make-out sesh. That's all I'm asking for. I just want a good make-out sesh. Snog session. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody wanted it. I'm not the only one. I'm just saying. I'm sure you're People that don't ship Harry and Ginny probably didn't want it. Well, I didn't care if it was with Ginny. I just wanted some spice. (laughs) You don't even care. It could be anybody. Ron and Hermione. (laughs) (laughs) anyways ron thought it was really cool even filled with glee as he was remembering charlie wearing the badge quote harry this is so cool you're my captain if you let me back on the team i suppose ha ha literally (laughs) ha ha and i said that ha ha is filled with some anxiety okay (laughs) oh goodness and that's all she wrote Mm, she be me so Mrs. Weasley then says that they they can't really put off a trip to Diagon Alley much longer now. Um, and she hopes that they can go on Saturday because Mr. Weasley shouldn't be working. And Ron gives a little joke joke about you know who, which is rather inappropriate. And I understand that he's, you know, 16 year old. That's not the time to be joking about Voldemort right now. So he jokes around and says, Mom, do you honestly think you know who's going to be hiding behind a bookshelf in Flourish and Blots? And this does not go over well with Molly. 
Uh, she says, Fortescue and Ollivander went on holiday, did they? If you think security's a laughing matter, you can stay behind and I'll get your things myself. <laughs> I gotta give Molly some props here because it is not joking time when it comes to Voldemort right now. Like, I, felt, I probably would have cracked a joke. I felt like you know, I was getting scolded, you know? Because you're inappropriate. It's like secondhand Sarah. embarrassment. <laughs> this like, is true. oh, yes. Yes. he just got scolded. Yeah. <laughs> like, but also, I mean, you can literally feel the anxiety emanating off of Molly while mm-hmm. reading from Harry's perspective. These like past handful of pages, like whenever Harry gets to the burrow, the anxiety she feels, she's like literally carrying this clock around to everywhere to like make sure that everybody's safe. So I understand some people handle things with jokes, but like I probably wouldn't have done that in front of Molly. Like Ron could have done that with like Harry. Maybe not Molly though. Um he- I will say that I've said inappropriate jokes in front of my mother <laughs> mm-hmm. and then laughed at her getting mad. <laughs> he's really hasty to change his tune though because he really wants to go see the joke shop um and she then snaps at him again and just says then you can then you just buck up your ideas young man before i decide you're too immature to come with us and then also throws in (laughs) and that goes for returning to hogwarts as well which is pretty big i i they very briefly talk about this in the movie about how like Ron mentioned something about like how Molly is not sure if they're going to go back to Hogwarts and just because she's worried about their safety. And, um, you know, like we always say Hogwarts is supposed to be one of the safest places, but we also know all of the things it's that have like happened really at not Hogwarts. <laughs> it's really not. Um, Snakes. Yeah. Death Eaters, Dementors. There's yeah. spiders not, running around. Voldemort's on the back not, of somebody's head. Who knows? How have they not just kicked Harry out by now? Like, it's got to be him. Everything was fine until <laughs> that kid came along. Right. That kid. I mean, but is that true? Because he wasn't around when the Basilisk first came out and was killing people. This was like 50 really? years it's ago. all Voldemort. I mean, okay. technically, Voldemort's still there because oh, he's Voldemort. in Harry's body. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Yeah. You don't, don't blame the victim, Katie. Because Harry's the victim. Blame Voldemort. I'm not saying He's I a, agree I with it. I almost said something not kind. I don't agree <laughs> with it. I think he needs an education. I'm just surprised no one suggested it. Someone, someone should homeschool him. Oh, wait, he doesn't really have a home. <gasps> Sarah. But he doesn't. Oh they wouldn't, His they aunt wouldn't, and uncle are the worst of the worst. They're not true. logging into Zoom. Oh, you know? hard my no. God. So anyway, Molly's angry because she's stressing for good reasons and Ron is brushing it off as nonsense, though I don't necessarily know if he's, quote, brushing it off as nonsense or that's just his coping mechanism. It could be either. Um, So, and like, because like with being as close as he is to Harry, like you'd think that he understands the actual danger, like he, he was at. I wonder if he's just thinking it's, like, unrealistic, maybe, to, like, attack in the middle of, like, the day and with other people around and, like, it would be too much of a hassle is maybe what he is thinking. Yeah. Which is kind of true. But at the same time, Voldemort doesn't give... uh, Doesn't care. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
just waiting for it. <laughs> uh, he does oh, not care. So, like, re- he if he really wanted Harry right now in that second, but I think he's got bigger fish to fry trying to do what he's got to do before he gets to Harry, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think that, like, this conversation between Ron and Molly is really just to prove that, like, she's not messing around when it comes to safety and she needs to trust that Ron's going to make smart decisions to stay safe. So he did not joke about Voldemort again after that, at least for the next few days, because he (laughs) wanted to be able to go to Weasley Wizard Wheezes and he was allowed to join them. And I thought that this exchange was funny. So like Bill is there because him and Fleur are going to stay behind at the house and Bill passes a bag full of money across to Harry, and Ron just goes, I want one, and, like, demands <laughs> Me it. Me too. <laughs> and Bill just calls him an idiot and is like, it's already Harry's. Um, so apparently due to security measures, it's taking upwards of five hours to get gold from your vault, which is Whew. crazy. Yeah. Um. I chuckled at what he was saying at happened to that one person. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to put that in, but then I didn't. And now I can't remember what happened. What happened? What happened? Uh, it's alluded that something was stuck somewhere. Oh, mm-hmm. probity probe. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probity probe. <laughs> so the goblins aren't messing around either because I think that they're probably seeing, I mean, obviously they're seeing Fortescue is gone. Ollivander's gone what's in like they're supposed to be the safest place in the wizarding world to protect everybody's gold and treasures so like they're taking this seriously um so harry thanks bill and i think that this was so cute bill and fleur's little exchange fleur strokes bill's nose and says with a purr he's always so thoughtful but Jenny Mimes vomiting into her cereal. But like, I just thought that it was Jenny. Honestly, if that's like sister stuff, though. <laughs> I, I too think if Tiffany did that to Marty, I'd be. Like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I don't. Don't. But we don't like even other people that have run around. Like they don't act like that around. You know, at the city, which is fine. Like I, you do you. Fleur and Bill have their own relationship. But I too would be like the younger sister going like, uh, sick, <laughs> sick. <laughs> That's what I say to Marty. I'm like, you know, your wife is sick. I don't like her. It's true. Every day. It's true. And he gives me $20 to just hang out with her. So <laughs> <laughs> joke never gets old. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so a special ministry car shows up just like the ones that they've used in the past to get to like King's Cross and it's waiting in the front yard, and Ron is happy that they get to use these cars again. But then Mr. Weasley turns around and says, don't get used to it. It's only because of Harry. What, are they just going <laughs> to stop being friends? <laughs> Harry right, Potter rides true. that effect his whole life. Accurate. Um, so Harry had been given top-grade security status, and they would be meeting up with additional security at the Leaky Cauldron, too. And Harry is not happy about this because he really just doesn't want to think about having to do his shopping while surrounded by a battalion of aurors but that is his life so he's Mm. gonna have to but thankfully it's not a battalion of aurors we'll find out it's Hagrid um spoilers he what (laughs) Um, so he does have his invisibility cloak in his backpack and he's just like wondering like, Dumbledore thinks that this is good enough, so why doesn't the Ministry think this is good enough? 
but like the ministry doesn't know about his cloak. Ministry also, doesn't know it enough. It's not enough. <laughs> when I first read it, I thought that um, it was in his back pocket. And because like the first time when he was with Dumbledore and I was like, Same. however he put it, I was like, that's way smaller because he like put it in his jacket pocket. But you know, I had to reread it. I was like, oh, it's in his backpack. I, well, okay. I am a woman, and I'm used to woman-sized pockets, which hold nothing but Literally. a prayer, really. Um, <laughs> and do men do have that? larger pockets; they can put their whole hand in them. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I wish I have one pair of like boyfriend jeans, which my whole phone fits in the pocket. It's very that's pleasant. like pretty awesome. That's yeah, impressive. I, I was I like the pocket, as Sarah would say. I'm happy for you. <laughs> so anyway, I think the ministry does not know about his invisibility cloak Heck because no. it's no, not there's just no an way. invisibility cloak. It's a hallow. If they actually knew about they the would take it or thought they were real. Yeah, they, <laughs> they would, would have them it. and like at the very least Hence why study Dumbledore them. hid the ring. This is yeah. a historical Slash object. We did right. it, would be like, um, it would be like when he gets um, the, sword. the sword. Yeah. And he's like, it's actually property of the You and can't like, just take Dude. things that don't belong to you. They belong to the <laughs> wizarding community at large. Um, possession is nine-tenths of the law. <laughs> Limbledore can't just go giving away things. <laughs> I can do what I want. <laughs> I'm Dumbly, I'm Dumbly, 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 Dumbly. <laughs> I really hope that you know you're the one that has to go places, and you're continuing this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! Uh, Anyway, I'm done. I'm gonna go into my section. Okay, perfect. They pull up to the leaky cauldron. Driver says, "I'll wait for you guys." Um, Mr. Weasley said, "It could be a couple hours," and I kind of just feel bad for the driver. I know that's their job, but I just feel bad. Gotta sit around and wait. Like, does he go get a coffee? I, don't I know. hope he's he probably hitting up that leaky cauldron. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hopefully, he's not drinking and driving. Tiffany, yeah. that's Jor implying. I think it's wi- different for wizards. Maybe I'm sure be, they like, have like sobro. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I bet they've got like sober up tablets. They just pop one of those, and they're like, "I'm good." Yeah. Regardless, don't don't tell people to drink and drive, Tiffany. Even if they are wizards, I and they didn't. might have that, we don't know. Doesn't mean he can't have. A nice glass he probably is having a nice cup of tea sure. and he's reading a good book because that's go. what I would do. I like that. Um, so Mr. Weasley looks out the window and is like, oh, good, he's here. And Harry looks and his heart leaps because their security isn't Aurors, it's Hagrid. And Hagrid is, quote, beaming at the sight of Harry's face. Super oblivious to the stares of the passing muggles. I love that because Hagrid is just Hagrid. Just kind of like how Luna is. Luna is Luna and she just lives her life. I That's am Hagrid. who I am and I'm not ashamed. Yep. He gives Harry a bone crushing hug the <clears throat> second that Harry gets out of the car. I just love their relationship. And Hagrid doesn't waste any time to say that Buckbeak, nope, nope, Witherwings is <laughs> super happy to be back out in the open air. And Harry's like, I'm glad. <laughs> Good for Witherwings. Um, so Harry says, I didn't know that when they said security, that was going to mean you. And Hagrid does his thing where he like puffs out his chest. He's all proud. He's like, yeah, the ministry wanted a bunch of oars, but Dumbledore said I'd do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so they go into Leaky Cauldron. It's the first time that Harry can remember that he's been in there, that it's totally empty, which is just like a total contrast from all the other times. Like we, we hear it like 
being loud and full and there's all these different kinds of wizard kind. Um, but it's just Tom, the landlord, not Tom Riddle. Just Tom. Not to get confused. Just Tom. Just Tom. Um, he looks up hopeful like, oh my God, uh, not visitors. What am I thinking? Customers. Customers. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but Hagrid, his, one of his classic lines is like, just passing through Hogwarts business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am going to read this from the book because it makes me sad. And I think it's important for the tone, the change of tone that we're going forward with. Um, so they go through the brick wall and Harry thinks Diagon Alley had changed. The colorful glittering window displays of spell books, potion ingredients, and cauldron were lost to view, hidden behind the large Ministry of Magic posters that had been pasted over them. Most of these somber purple posters, clearly they're stealing our look, carried blown up Hmm. versions of the security advice on the Ministry pamphlets that had been sent out over the summer, but others bore moving black and white photographs of Death Eaters known to be on the loose. Bellatrix Lestrange was sneering from the front of the nearest apothecary, a few windows were boarded up, including those of Florian Fortescue's ice cream parlor. On the other hand, a number of shabby-looking stalls had sprung up along the street. The nearest one, which which had been erected outside Flourish and Blotts under a striped, stained awning, had a cardboard sign pinned to its front. <laughs> Amulets, effective against werewolves, dementors, and inferi. First of all, don't be lumping in werewolves with dementors and inferi, mm-hmm. okay? All right? They're beings. They're not... They're not scary most of the time. One night. One night of a whole month. It's fine. Well, and also, like, <sighs> anyway, I could go on a rant. Just I know. <laughs> Me too. Um, so then it, it's described as a seedy-looking wizard. And this is one of those words where, like, I know what it is inferred, but I had never actually taken the time to look it up. And I was like, mm. Katie, do that. Do that for the people. Katie. So I did. <laughs> I said to me. <laughs> right. It basically means, like, dirty and unwell looking so mm-hmm. you know it fits with what has been described so far and he's got an armful of these silver symbols on chains and he tries to sell one to mrs weasley for her little girl to protect her pretty neck and mr weasley is not having it and he's like dude <laughs> if i was on duty right now duty. i'd arrest you <laughs> duty <laughs> <laughs> We're grown ups. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) Sure. So you can tell that Molly is very anxious about this trip because she doesn't want Arthur to really make a scene when it comes to that person that's like selling that fake crap to swindle people. And she doesn't want him to get arrested, but she also doesn't want to draw more attention to them, anyways. Um, and she knows that they need to go to Madame Melkin's because, like, Hermione wants new dress robes. Ron and Harry are growing boys, so, like, they obviously need to... <laughs> That sounded real weird. <laughs> sounded like they were I... growing boys. Almost... <laughs> A boy garden? I almost yes. said they needed to let their pants down, but, like, they need to get new pants because they grew. <laughs> Sorry. So they're growing boys that have grown taller and they need new clothes because theirs are too small for them. So Arthur suggests that they split up to have those kids go with Hagrid to get robes while they go and get books from the bookstore. So Molly isn't too sure. Um, It's kind of like a double-edged sword. Do they go as like a group together to all these places and it's going to take longer or do they split up and do it faster? Um, And so she's just not sure. And Hagrid's like, don't worry, like, we'll go. So they split up. So Hagrid goes with the um, Ron, Harry, and Hermione 
and the other fools go to the bookstore. And so reading from the book, it says, Harry noticed that many of the people who passed them had the same harried, uh, anxious look as Mrs. Weasley and that nobody was stopping to talk anymore. The shoppers stayed together in their own tightly knit groups, moving intently about their business. Nobody seemed to be shopping alone. And I was just like, well, because, you know, usually, like, Katie read the whole chapter about them. Or, not chapter. Whole you read chapter. a whole chapter. Did you know, Katie? <laughs> the whole part with, like, how different it is just to see Diagon Alley itself. And now we're seeing, like, how different the people are. Yeah, Katie. This is... So, when I was reading this, I got feels of, like... It's a totally different situation, but the feeling I got was similar to... Um, when everything started hitting the fan and I didn't want to leave my house and I, anytime I had to go to the grocery store, I was just like in and out as quick as I could. Cause I did not want to be around people. Sometimes it's still like that. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, just I don't like, even go into a grocery store. That's how much right? I don't want to be around people. <laughs> yeah. I just, it just made me think of those times. <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. remember the last time I was in a store two weeks ago, three. I don't know. I don't I don't go around people <laughs> unless I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hagrid decides that, you know, y'all, he's a half giant. He is not a small man that it wouldn't be too comfortable for him and like everybody in there t- for him to be inside the shop. So he's just going to stand guard like outside. And I like read it and I'm, I wondered like if if he just thought and he's like, I don't want to make everyone else like uncomfortable. And I know I'll be uncomfortable being in there because of his size. Um, I'm like, I can understand that. So he's just going to stay outside. So the other, the kids head into the shop. They kind of think it's empty. That's what it sounds like. But then they hear a familiar voice telling their mother that they can shop alone. Cause like, I'm an adult or something. I don't know what he said exactly. <laughs> and then Madame Elkin is telling that person, they're like, no one should be shopping alone right now. And then she like, pricks him with a little pin or something. He's like, ah, because he's, you know, a child. Draco's a um, little baby in this chapter. Makes me uh, well, you have to remember, he's going through a lot, not uh, to say right. that like, he's not a horrible person. Yeah. No, you're but, right. You know, you probably would also not be normal if Voldemort was living in your house and you had to take the dark mark. That's true. And, like, had to kill Dumbledore. <laughs> Super fair point. That's a lot. Yeah. So, I wanted to talk about Madame Malkin for a hot second. Just to refresh our memories that she was a British witch and she was the owner of Madame Malkin's robes for all occasions in Diagon Alley. She was a squat woman dressed in, I don't know if this is from like the first book and I don't know if she wears the same color, but she says she's a squat woman dressed in all mauve who was very friendly to her customers unless anyone displayed signs of aggression in her shop. Um, so according to this, she's human. She's female. Her boggart is uh, Lord Voldemort. I don't know where they're getting that information. Oh, the Lego. So take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> the, the Lego. <laughs> the, the Lego. <laughs> I'm guessing the game. I don't know. The great Lego has spoken. <laughs> the Lego. <laughs> um, apparently she could pr- produce in the Lego game a non-corporeal Patronus. So who knows? Um, it says that she became the proprietor pro- Proprietor of her shop before 1991. Um, I'm going to guess she'd been in there for a while, but that's just my opinion. Um, let's see. Magical abilities, charms, nonverbal magic. I'm guessing this is because of uh, the game. Her possession. She's got a wand. She Whoa. probably got that from Alavanders. <laughs> she's got a magical tape measure. Uh, 
her possession, I guess you would consider the shop. And then a self-playing harp. I don't know if that's true. Again, what does that say? Oh, wizards unite. So again, mm. if you consider that canon, you do you. Um the etymology of her name. It says Malkin may be derived from Malkin Tower, which is a key element in the Pendle Witch's trial. I don't know what the Pendle Witches are. Yeah, me neither. Let's look. Um, it was also an old name for a scarecrow dressed to frighten away birds. Me too. Just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> Malkin Trash was someone who was poorly or frightly, frighteningly dressed. That's really what I am. <laughs> then I die. Uh, it says the trial of this is from the Wikipedia or a Wikipedia. The trials of the Pendle witches in 1612 were among the most famous witch trials in English history, and some of the best recorded of the 17th century. The twelve accused lived in the area surrounding Pendle Hill, uh, Lancashire, and were charged with the murders of ten people by the use of witchcraft. So, if you want to read more about that, look it up because we're here to talk about fake witches, not real witches. <laughs> uh and then talking about her shop the robes for all occasions you know any occasion she's got you covered that's her slogan i have no idea if that's true or not (laughs) just (laughs) making it up um so it's also known as meta melkin's robes or simply meta melkin's it was a shop in the north side of diagon alley students got their hogwarts school uniforms there and witches and wizards could also purchase dress robes traven cloaks and also on a very rare occasion invisibility cloaks mm-hmm. but not the invisibility cloak. correct uh, the history, it says it's starting in 1991, and the only reason this is saying that is because that's when Harry first visits it, but I'm going to guess because, like, yeah. everybody knows it so well that it's been around for a long time. Yeah. Um, and it's, let's see if there's anything else in here. There's really not, so it's a shop. You buy clothes. The owner's name is Meta Malkin, you know. Fun times. <laughs> Any whoosies. As we know, that boy turns out to be none other than Draco Malfoy. And we get a tiny little refresh on what this young man looks like. And it says a teenage boy with a pale pointed face and white blonde hair appeared from behind the racks wearing a handsome set of dark green robes. Green. Also later on, he's got gray eyes, light gray eyes, I think it said. Nice. So he's like looking at himself in the mirror as one does when you're drying on clothes. (laughs) And he notices like the trio in the mirror. And then he's like to his mom, he's like, Oh, if you're wondering what that stench in the air is, that's because a mudblood just walked in. And he said it just like that. I was going to say, I bet he said it just like that. (laughs) He said, mommy. Mommy. There's a mudblood in here. (laughs) A mess. A mess. Mommy. (laughs) And so I wanted to read because I like appreciate Meta Malcolm because she's like, yeah, I don't think there's any need for language like that said Meta Malkin, scurrying out from behind the clothes rack, holding a tape measure and a wand. And I don't want wands drawn in my shop either, she added hastily for a glance towards the door, had shown her Harry and Ron both standing there with their wands out, pointing at Malfoy. Um, And Hermione's like, dudes, like, don't. It's really not worth it. Dudes, don't. Dudes, 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 don't. It's like so not worth it. Like, like little do we know he's going through it. But like, we're better than him. I need an audio. I need an audio (laughs) book that is entirely Valley Girl, all Harry Potter, all Harry Potter. (laughs) 
Um, I mean, we can do it. <laughs> so Malfoy's being a word I wrote that I'm not allowed to say. He's being a Richard and mm. asks where he got she got her black eye because he wants to thank them. <laughs> don't send them flowers. Uh, so listen, your black eye. Too bad it wasn't me giving it to you. He just doesn't like her, right? Or does he? It's not know. nice. No, he's not nice. But I did laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did I not because it's so smooth delivery. It's it's that the he's wit. gone through it. You know, Voldemort is shacking up at his house, shacking up with this married aunt, um, <laughs> making him kill people. That's not cool. Uh, All right, Voldemort, it's not cool. Um, and so Madame Malkin has had it, and she like has to ask uh, Mrs. Malfoy to step in. She's like, dude, like check your son. I hope well, she and then speaks we see that way as well. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, <laughs> check your son before I wreck your son. Is what she says. <laughs> and that's where we're ending this part because that's what we do now. Okay, so I know people are like, "What's going on? This is short." Well, a, it's short, but b, I have open house tonight. <laughs> you know what? So, though? This, sorry, guys. <laughs> this was the perfect ending for this because right after this, like it stuff gets, gets like yeah, like kind of intense. Yeah, that we're gonna yeah. need to like really talk about. I thought it, I thought yeah. it gets intense in the seventh movie. Get out! Oh, right, 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 you need right. to leave. Camping. You need right, to leave. <laughs> All right, let me pull a couple questions. Lightning bolt. I have a question. Are you guys ready? Who Just do for, you think you, you are? <laughs> um, this is a yes or no question. Sure. And all the no's are wrong. Should Swish and Flick no. get a fish no. named Francis? Yes. Yeah. The yeses have it. I'm so down for this fish, dude. Because you don't have anything to do with this fish. No. She goes, where would you put it? I was like, I don't know. I'm like, Alana would help me feed it. <laughs> Don't need a lot of We're space. We're going to get a fish. They just don't, don't need a lot fish. of space. Don't ask me to ever take right. this fish. First question comes from Kara. <laughs> Do you think any of the Muggleborn first-year parents refused to allow their child to go to Hogwarts during this time, assuming they were briefed on the situation? And would you have allowed your Muggleborn child to go to Hogwarts during this time? Oh, my God. I bet you they don't know. I would let them go because they probably don't get the whole thing you know <laughs> basically like i don't know if like how brief they were and being like hey Voldemort's prick he's a pretty terrible dude you might want to keep your kids at home where like they've always said like hogwarts is the safest place you know what i mean i think uh, that leading into half blood prince i would have allowed my kids to go leading in into deathly hollows yeah. would have been a different conversation yeah though. i hear that but this year i think yes and yes this I don't know how many Muggleborn parents really could have grasped this year going into it. So I feel as if there probably weren't many that refused to allow them to go. They were probably just I would like, agree. "Yeah, oh, you're telling me it's safe there? Okay, sounds great." Right. I mean, I are I I would love to like read a conversation between like how that happens. Like, I wish that Hermione would like tell that story of like how she found out and like was there a briefing did somebody come like explain things i would just mm -hmm. love to learn that in yeah. general let alone you know this situation but just <laughs> any year <laughs> kids finding out and their parents but finding out what 
that they're going to Hogwarts, that like they're oh. magical. Finding like, how do you what? convince Mr. and Mrs. Granger to let their kid go to the school they know nothing about? They're that's gonna up slyly in walk by, yell behind them, being like, "Yo, your kid's magic." Peace. And then I mean, I like, guess it what? might be easy to believe because you've been like maybe seeing signs of something weird. True. So yeah. I don't know, but it'd be cool to see. It would be cool. Does anybody have a different answer to that? No. 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 Okay. No. <laughs> um. Let's see. Morgan asks, "Do you think Remus's job during the first war is the same as the second war?" I think so. I wouldn't be surprised. You know. Yeah. He has. I mean, as much as his affliction, he hates it. It could be an asset in the way that he goes underground. You know. Right. Get people it to sucks. not believe Gray back. Yeah. It sucks, but not follow Gray back. How angry would that make the werewolf community, though, to know that he was out there at one time, was a professor at Hogwarts, and now he's trying to come back again? I think it would depend on the community. I mean, not every werewolf, Ooh, I would I have another thought. feels Sorry. that they can't be civilized. So I think, if anything, they're the people who are going to follow him would be impressed by what he's done not i don't i don't think there are a lot of them though didn't grayback promise them more and they were more so following because of of voldemort obviously weren't they more so following him well they were but i think that that's because of like they were told to believe that there was no place for them in society whereas remus could be an example of a place in society but if you look at their track record, there is no place for them in society because they are shunned yeah. like that. And even with even with um, Rima saying that, yeah. like, yes, he technically quit the Hogwarts job, but like had any other teacher like yeah. he has no you know what I mean? Like society said, like, we don't want you here. Right. It's definitely it's not, right, not an but... easy thing to convince someone. Yeah. But yeah. that's the job that Dumbledore gives him. I wonder how successful he was at bringing anybody over. I think that he probably wasn't necessarily successful in bringing people to their side, but he might have been successful in not getting people to fight. That's good, Blaine. I'm going to do one of those things where we put a little nugget in everyone's head about something that they may not have thought about before, thanks to fan fiction. But I read this one that, like, it showed Remus, like, underground, for example. He was in a camp, and there were kids there, and Mm. a lot of them looked up to him, and it was really sweet because kids are much more impressionable than maybe an adult who has seen what society has shunned them from. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Yeah, and I think I like the idea of, like, Ramus's job going into these werewolf camps might not necessarily be to find adult werewolves to fight for their side, but to make sure that young minds aren't impressed, that young minds are not pushed to not being good people just because of these people they're surrounded with in these times. So like the kids, you know, so, Mm -hmm. so maybe it may not necessarily be something that is truly going to benefit in the moment, but it's going to benefit long term because right now all the chatter of like Greyback going and getting fam, like getting werewolves to come and fight for him, like, he bit a lot of children. That was his thing, right? So it is quite possible that there are a handful there who Greyback is going to just like 
let loose and have these kids make a bad decision that they can't even comprehend because they're going to be turned and they're not even going to be able to like understand what they're doing mm-hmm. and Greyback's depending on that. So if Remus can convince these children to leave the camp to safety and like have somebody there who can be there for them and nurture them and like give the impression that there is a place for them somewhere that doesn't have to be where they are that could help slightly in the in the moment but more so in the future to like prevent the werewolves from continuing to have a bad rep Mm -hmm. true i also just like think a lot about things that remus does so (laughs) i'm sure you do yeah um Let's do one more and say, this is just a fun one. Kendra asks, what do you think Voldemort's favorite ice cream flavor is? He doesn't eat ice cream. He doesn't like it. He's lactose intolerant. <laughs> I don't even think it's probably, that. I think he just doesn't like nice things. Yeah. He, he probably likes coffee flavored ice cream because I'm not a <gasps> fan of that. Coffee flavored ice cream is delicious. I think he probably likes slushy ice, just ice. That's what he likes. I bet he likes the vanilla part of an ice cream cake. (laughs) 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 You like the vanilla part. I do, I do. Katie, (laughs) so savage today. Um, let's see. I'm going to say he likes, I don't know, whatever the, it's just burnt flavor. Burnt flavored ice cream. (laughs) Mint chocolate chip. Shut up. That's good. Ugh. It's the worst. Banana flavored. That's what he likes. Orange. Nasty. He just eats pulp. (laughs) You guys cannot tell me that you don't like banana ice cream from Honey Hut because that stuff is the bomb. No, no bananas. I will never eat it. Get out. No. No, Orange blossom or bust. Or their honey pecan, which is phenomenal. You're not allowed to like orange blossom because you give me about pulp. There's no pulp in it. I'm sure there is. It's just blended in. You don't know. I don't. I doubt it. I'll, I know people that work there. I'll ask them. Moving how on. Do you make, how do you make this? Moving on. But anyways, he doesn't eat ice cream. It's too good for him. Did anybody win bingo? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> too short. Did I'm guessing that Slytherin won the house cup because they always do. Let's see. Did they? Slytherin. <laughs> With 160. <laughs> but Gryffindor, close second with 120. Hey. Pretty good, but shout out to my snakes. We won. Because we're just the most active. Can't can't help it. Great job. Honestly, snakes. I've given up because I don't care anymore. Your Ravenclaws might care. <laughs> I tried, man. I tried. I I'm sorry, Puffs. All right, give me the fan story. All right, this fan story comes from Katie from November <gasps> 2020. I love how Katie spells her name. It's, yeah, it's I don't see that often. Very cute. Um, and an update is included with this one. So hold on, we should tell people how it's spelled oh, because C A I T Y. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like people are going to be like, well, how is that spelled? <laughs> 
So Katie says in her first part, Hi, ladies. My name is Katie, and I have been an avid Harry Potter fan since the series first came out in 1997, me being seven years old at the time. Shout out to being born in 90. Woo woo. Come back stronger than a 90s trend. Because of this, I feel I have followed Harry along his journey similarly, and that around the same time as him, I was going through high school, grade 9 through 12 in Canada, and facing the, quote, real world, but read about his adventures while I was in undergrad, in undergrad studies. I remember my first grade teacher reading it in class and me thinking, who is this guy, Harry? And when is this? when is my letter from Hogwarts coming in the mail? I f- and feeling so excited to know more. Since then, the series has been a consistently wonderful influence in my life, especially during times of change and transition. I grew up with five siblings, six of us total, all girls, and we all loved Harry Potter and his adventures. Being smack dab in the middle ensures I was never the first to read the next book, although my younger sister, being the official book nerd and expert, seemed to surpass this unofficial hierarchy and left the rest (laughs) of us scrabbling over who would read the latest book next. I love that. The running joke with my colleagues at work is, well, ask Katie. She knows everything about Harry Potter. I have so appreciated hearing all of your perspectives and opinions as we go on in depth to each chapter, each episode of the podcast, and I find myself talking to you all out loud to the puzzled look of my partner from across the room. I have felt so grateful to stumble across your podcast as I was looking for ways to occupy myself while cooking, one of my favorite pastime. Oh, yeah. I've sent Katie and Megan some vegan recipes in the past, although I cook almost anything. You did. Thank you. It has led me to this. It has led. Hold on. And it has led to me this wonderfully inclusive and open-minded group that I am so happy to be a part of. You ladies have made it possible for folks from all walks of life to feel welcomed, embraced, and safe within the community. I applaud your efforts and the influence you have, and I'm excited to continue on the journey with you as you dissect each chapter of the series. As of today, I'm up to date with the episodes to find... Oh to the episodes but find i am checking to see when the next episode is available so i can listen asap as for my house and wand i'm a slytherin Woo! surprisingly as i have always loved gryffindor but i've embraced my sorting (laughs) into this house woo megan and my wand is cypress wood with unicorn hair 12 and a quarter inch and quite bendy flexibility my favorite character is Ginny. always book Ginny because the movies did her no justice Mm. thanks again for everything that you do and as always don't let the muggles get you down Oh, wait, September 2021. There's more. Hey, folks, thought I would send an update since you recently encouraged us to. I realized I forgot to include my Patronus in my original email. So here she is, a Manx cat, which is a domestic cat with no tail. I've always loved my Patronus because I am truly a cat lady. Katie, you might have some competition here. I have had my boy Pico since he was one month old. Fostered him first, then adopted. He just turned nine yesterday. Happy birthday, Pico. Mm. And he's truly the apple of my eye. I've attached some photos of him to this email. And yes, that is a Hogwarts crust blanket and the one with him on the couch. Don't worry, guys. I put the pictures in the doc. He's a precious baby. I also wanted to extend my kudos to Sarah from one healthcare worker to another. I work in a hospital in Toronto. And when the pandemic hit, I was working in our medical surgical ICU. It was a very scary time, and I will always remember the first patient I worked with who was COVID positive. Even though we were afraid, we knew those we knew these patients needed us, so I'm glad I was able to, to help them work towards recovery. I am a physiotherapist assistant, so I worked with the PTs daily to get people sitting on the edge of the bed, worked on clearing secretions and breathing and on functional mobility, getting up into a chair and walking, etc. Thank you for all you do, Sarah, to help your patients. I know how stressful it can be, and your work is so important and valued. 
I'll say again that the podcast is something I look forward to every week and I appreciate all f- appreciate all you four do to make this a safe and welcoming community. Keep doing amazing things. Cheers, Katie. Thank you so much. Thank you. Story. Thank you. That was awesome. Thank you. Honestly. Thanks Thank for, for your story. story. Thanks Jinx. for all you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I saw this. I saw this one come through, and I was started immediately. And I was like, "Katie, read this one." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We had to get this on here. Let me see your cat. Oh, I know, super cute. The picture with the tongue out. Tongue. I know. (laughs) Such a cute cat. Okay, now tell me a joke. All right, I picked one that specifically mentioned Draco. Not saying it's the greatest joke, but here we go. Katie's really like bummed on these jokes. She's like, I need a new book. These are getting bad. (laughs) So bad. Uh, Why was Draco's shirt so dirty? I don't know, Katie. Why? He spent the day slithering in the mud. (laughs) (laughs) I have a fish joke. Of course you do. Awkward. I have a fish joke. How do shellfish get to the hospital? I don't know how. In a clambulance. <laughs> she couldn't even say it. <laughs> what did a shark eat with its peanut butter sandwich? A jellyfish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, one more. Too. Why did the fish get bad grades? Because it was below sea level. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. That's a funny. mess. Make sure oh, that you read another one. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> oh, and let me find it again. What does every fisherman want? A gill friend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that's not true. They might want a boyfriend. This is true. It's true. Well, how would you make or that fishy? Fish, you know, I think all all of them want fish. A buoy friend. A buoy friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be a fisherman that wanted a buoy. Friend. Make sure that you follow your hosts on social media. Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at the Peters Family. Tiffany is on Twitter and Instagram at TiffSwish underscore flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. And I just forgot that Tiffany is not on Twitter anymore. So just I'm follow not. her on Instagram. <laughs> I might come back I might come back at some point. So, you know, just leaving it there. Is that it? That's you. That's it's you, me. Tiffany. It's I don't know what I've been doing. I left my book at Sarah's house. God. <laughs> what um, book are you reading? I've been tearing out the pages and using them for kindling. Oh my god! What would you do if you came back and the whole chunk of the book was gone? I would make you buy me a new book. <laughs> so I actually I started reading A Discovery of Witches. However, two weeks ago, yes, it's been that long. I left it at Sarah's house and I haven't been back. Um, so reading that, but not reading that, I finished The Great Hunt, which is the second book in the Wheel of Time series. I loved it. I, I downloaded the third one, which is called The Dragon Reborn. And then I promptly realized that I just need to listen to them on Audible because, um, for me, they're a little bit wordy. And can drag at times. And it's just, it's better for me to listen to it rather than to try to sit down and read it. 
And so that means that I am reading um, a book that Sarah got me in Savannah about Civil War ghosts, like um, people's stories that have been put into a lovely book. So I picked that back up today. What else am I doing? I bought some Legos. (laughs) I bought Hogsmeade and the Polyjuice Potion scene. So it's like Myrtle's bathroom and Cat Hermione. And I'm very happy about it. And so Marty and I have a date night. We're going to have pizza and we're going to watch Harry Potter and we're going to build Legos. (laughs) Because we're adults. Nice. I'm sure there's other things I've been doing, but honestly, I feel really good about my workouts lately. I'm listening to my body and I'm really proud of myself. Good and job. That's, that's all I'm going to share for today. Um, I'm currently like in the middle of reading four books, so that's fantastic. I don't know how that happened, but it just did. Um, it's called It's called adult ADHD. Probably. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but I will say I finished, finally finished Obama's book. I literally started that book in January. So that one's checked off. Check mark for Meg. Finished Obama's book. I'll give you a bell. Next. Thank you. Um, I liked it. It was just long. And I don't know if it was long because like literally it took me nine months to finish or if it like is actually long. It was good. It's real. just very real and hard to listen to, and it more so made me, like, angry about politics in general than, like, making me feel good about anything that happened in that time. It just, like, made me mad about how things had to get done, and I'm like, why are we the way that we are? Um, so, yeah. Then I am reading Witch Haven, really enjoying that. It's, like, a it's a brand new book that just came out, like, maybe a month ago by Sasha Payton Smith. Um, Very cool. It's about like a witch academy. I'm also in the middle of reading The Gunkle, The Gay Uncle. Very good so far. I'm only like a couple chapters into that one. And just out of nowhere, I had – well, I had put a hold on Throne of Glass um, like digitally uh, at the library and it became available and I was like, why not? Just gonna start that too, and I'm like already basically halfway through Throne of Glass. It's fantastic. Ah, um, it's I need really to read good. That. I know. And the second one I have on hold still, and it's not supposed to become available for like three weeks, so that's gonna be great because I'm gonna finish this one really quick. Um, I'm trying to be good and not just buy a ton of books, but <laughs> I think I just really want these books, so I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll see. But yeah, I've just been I've just been reading and working and it's been good. And it's fall. And Yay! it's fall. And we we had a new podcast drop. Did oh, we yeah. talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> we did. We did. A court of swish and flick. Also, it it's does officially not feel out. like fall where I am. So oh, you know. If you know what? It came a bit came nice. in real hard yesterday. Today today was it's beautiful. 54 it was not humid. degrees it was right like, now. Where I'm living. This wasn't. is gonna sound ridiculous. It was like 84 degrees, but it was not humid, so it felt amazing. Amazing <laughs> today. I was like, <gasps> I can walk outside and not sweat after five seconds. This is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it felt like falling that way, even though it's still like 84 degrees, but you know. Oh my goodness. 
What have I been up to? Um, I am currently reading one, one Last Stop. It's very funny and very good so far. I love that book. Very good. Um, it's on my TBR slash my dresser to read. Yeah, <laughs> my TBR really, really is on my super recommended. Yeah. Good amount of mystery, oh. a lot of humor, very well written. Um, also, the main character is like, she's got a level of awkward that I appreciate. So that's mm. cool. Uh, we pulled a bookshelf out of the dumpster oh my god that's right for all these books that we're buying and it's great and i'm staring at it right now it's from pier one and they literally just left it at the dumpster it's in really great shape so we cleaned it beautiful it's It's like they probably knew that somebody was gonna grab it yeah they probably moved out and just well i literally saw three people walking away from the dumpster as we pulled in one couple carrying a dining room table that was gorgeous and then someone else carrying a coffee coffee table table. and i was like i'm just gonna go check that out (laughs) and see if there's anything else over there sure enough there was actually a really nice office chair but like we don't need one of those at all and then this beautiful bookshelf and i was like Katie, I want to take it. I was like, I can, I can clean this up and make it a part of our home. So yeah, and Katie like did such a good job of disinfecting it for us. Thanks. It's now Petra's family house approved. Yeah, yeah. Now um, I need to find things to put on it. Oh, we have things I mean, to put on it. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah. Um. Other than that, just training for my ten k. You're doing soon. such a great job. Thank you. You're welcome. Ooh, last thing I want to say. I am ready. By the time this episode is out, I'll know if I'm going to be clowned or not. But I am ready to say we might be getting 1989 tomorrow. So, you know. Oh, Taylor Swift. Who's why? a clown? Oh, oh, oh Sarah. There's stuff, Sarah. There are so many things. But, like, why tomorrow? Usually I don't know. she picks a date that's significant she is what does. I'm saying. Like, the 13th. She, she does. But she like does usually. She'll always do Fridays for drops. And she dropped the Fearless signed um, CDs, priced them for $19.89, not on purpose. And they end selling today. So people think that like, oh, so like that'll be over. And then tomorrow she'll drop this. But she's been dropping $19.89 clues hardcore for the past like two weeks yeah like and longer than that like all over tiktok first of all like the entire time leading up to the announcement of red i was reals confused which one she was going to announce because she was dropping hints for red and for 1989 and i was like is she confused or am i just not getting the clues i feel like 1989 is coming next but then she dropped red and now like now that she's on tiktok she keeps dropping tiktoks that allude to 1989 i just feel like it's happening (laughs) it's happening happening. and and honestly like genuinely it would make the most sense for her first two re-records to be fearless in 1989 because they're the ones that make her the most money and the point of re-recording is so that she owns them and can get the money for people using those songs so like it was surprising to me that she went red over 1989 for the next one um we shall see and 1989 originally came out in october so like i know it's like a summer vibes album but for me it's kind of always been like a late summer early fall vibes album because oh my god of when it dropped i You're don't know adorable 
So I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to look a fool tomorrow because I always do anytime <laughs> I think she's going to do something and it never happens. But secretly, I'm really excited because I think something's happening tomorrow. I'll like wake up and like Meg has been up for like two hours and like I just peep open my eyes and she's like, I got to tell you everything. I went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> and like she has this whole thing mm-hmm. figured out. And it just blows my sleepy mind. My sleepy mind. I just love Taylor Swift. It's pretty great. That's all. Am I allowed to talk now? Yeah, make it yeah. quick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jokes on you that I know that's exactly what you're thinking. Uh, um, what have I been doing? I don't know, when was the last time? I haven't recorded with y'all in a long time. So I've been mm-hmm. reading a lot of books and I've been traveling. Um <laughs> I went I went to Vegas and read three books while there, which is an indicative of who I spent my time with, that I read three books. So I read, this is before I went, I read Kingdom of the Wicked, which the second one comes out in the day I leave for LA, which I'm annoyed because I pre-ordered it. So I might buy another copy while I'm in LA so I can read it. Did not think I would like that book as much as I did. Um, there's magic. There's like kind of the devil i guess i don't know well so it's based on like the seven deadly sins kind of like there are these princes it's a good book (laughs) you should read it i'm intrigued with the second one um and mad that like i was trying to wait to read the first one till the second one came out i'm sick of reading series that are not finished and then i continue to do this to myself um (laughs) i read a curse so dark and lonely I've had that book forever. Super good as well. Um, didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Finished that when I was in Vegas. was really good. Um, I haven't started. Like, I bought the second one, but I haven't started it because then I started reading. I read a couple other books that are, like, just more adult. That you, They were fine. Um, <laughs> and then I read Tower of Dawn, which I've been putting off since I read the rest of Throne of Glass in may and i was like i need a break because literally all i did in that month was like read like the first however many books of throne of glass and then like read two other books to take a break and i the the, tower of dawn is like mainly in like kale's point of view and i don't love him um so i was like dreading reading it because like you know when you read a book and there's multiple povs and then like you have to read the one of the person you don't really care for Mm -hmm. i always put the book down at that point um To be like, oh, I'm like, I'll come back to you in like 20 minutes or something. So I finished that last night. Super good. Ended up liking him a lot more than I did in the past. Now I've started Kingdom of Ash. Um, and I'm ready for certain things. I know because I'm me and I know some spoilers because I'm me. <laughs> I'm like ready to get to the certain point. And I'm trying to like wait to be like, okay, how many pages? But I also told Tiffany that there's 980 pages in this book. It's large. Which is a lot. Because I was like, oh, I'm like, I didn't look at it until like last night. And it looked the same amount as um, Tower of Dawn, which was 660 pages. So it's like, oh, I'm like, I'll be able to read it really quickly. Like I read this one in like l- four days or something like that. And that was also me taking like major breaks because I wanted to be done by <laughs> by the end of September. And then I looked at it, I go, it is not the same amount of pages. So we'll see if I finish it by the end of September. Who knows? But I'm also in the middle of like 80 other books that I'll end up finishing. Like, um, whatever, We Free the Stars. I've been in the middle of that, which I really, really like. I'm just taking a break because I also read the end. So, which 
it's not a bad thing, but I'm like, uh, I know it happens. So I'm like, I could put you down for a hot second. My There's gosh. like a million other books I'm in the middle of, but you're such a goose. I know. I'm just waiting. Oh, and then I got a notification that I bought um, from Fairy Loot Crate, I think is what it's called, a special edition of From Blood and Ash, which I am so excited for. And yeah, I also bought <laughs> from the bookish box um, a copy of their Kingdom of the Wicked, and it comes with a dust jacket. Oh, well, it's their copy of Kingdom of Curse, which is a second book, and it comes with two new dust jackets, one for the first book and one for the second one. So I'll have two copies of that book, possibly three if I buy one when I'm in L.A. So we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> but, like, I did that with um, Silver Flames because that box that I got with the yeah. dust jackets from Alithian Art, I just gave that one to Megan. So if I do have extra copies, I'm not going to keep them. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm reading. I'm trying to keep my head above water because work sucks. And mm-hmm. um, I'll be going to L.A. shortly with my sister and her friend. And that's my life. Hopefully I'll be reading a lot there as well because we have to go to Disney. And I'm thrilled about it. It should be fun. I am. It should be. You. you get to see the Haunted I Mansion made over. It's the best. Literally nightmare. cannot wait to go to Disneyland. Um, I don't know how many books I own, but I did just sell nine of them. So I sold my hard copies of the, or was it my, I sold some of my copies of the Ravenclaw Harry Potter books. I didn't want them anymore. I sold my, um, what else did I sell? I sold the Cruel Print series, whatever that's called. I sold those three books because I hated that series. Sorry if you liked it. It just wasn't my cup of tea. And I got rid of, I had a box set of, the Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, I'm never going to read you. I tried The Hobbit. I'm like, you're not for me. So I sold those. And then I got rid of my Game of Thrones books. I gave those to my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so I made room on my shelf, but then filled it with more books because I bought more books when I was in Las Vegas, which one, like, I have been looking for. It's by Caitlin Do- Doherty, I think is her last name. And she's a mortician. She does it, um, YouTube, like, oh, shoot, what's it called? Something, the morbid something some type of show she's a mortician that lives in la so she has a book about like different death um not festivals but like how they do that like how they like either celebrate or like their dad or how they prepare like they're dying in other countries which i'm super interested in so i'm like oh i'm like i've wanted you so i went to this bookstore and got it so which is really cool yeah books 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 yeah Officially read over, like, I think 54, 64 books this year, I think. Mm. We'll see how many more I read. Who knows? I have a lot coming from Barnes & Noble that I pre-ordered. Very good. Very good. What is this for? For Albert and... Francis. Francis the fish. For Albert and Francis the fish. Okay. (laughs) So that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down. (gasps) Amazing! My voice!
cool. I just need to fill it in with like real deeds. Okay. Like numbers? Yeah. Yeah. Not Lydia. Get it. Lydia Deeds. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.